This is Rio Pacino with another Bearing Point podcast. Joining me is Bearing Point Director Larry Mano, and he's here to talk about enterprise business intelligence strategy. Larry, thanks a lot for joining us today. Thanks, Rio. Great to be here. Larry, why is there so much interest in business intelligence these days? Well, the promise of BI has been around for quite a while, but the constraints continue to dissipate with maturing tools, increased data availability, and broader recognition that BI, as a part of an information-based business strategy, can be a true source of efficiency, innovation, and competitive differentiation. In recent years, BI has consistently appeared at or near the top of the list of strategic priorities within most organizations, even firms that achieve some level of maturity in their use of BI tools simply cannot stand still. The business environment continues to change rapidly. Therefore, organizations must continually evolve or be left behind. Now, if there's such interest and awareness of its potential, why aren't more organizations uh, doing a better job at uh, BI? Well, even within data-intensive industries, such as financial services, there's much opportunity for improvement at the operational as well as enterprise levels, since businesses are often architected first for the transaction state and not the information state. In approaching enterprise BI, the challenges faced by organizations typically boil down to two issues, complexity, which in turn drives cost, and the complexity arises from a host of internal and external environmental factors things like rapidly increasing and often overwhelming volumes of stored data, a general lack of industry standards across the information management field, also changes in the business software landscape resulting from acquisitions by firms like Oracle, SAP, IBM, and others, and also the needs for these corporations to rationalize their existing corporate collections of BI tools and point solutions. It's interesting to note that the average organization has invested in between 5 and 15 BI solutions, yet the data still resides in silos and it's not rationalized for use across the enterprise. Now talk about some of the opportunities for financial services organizations. Well, financial services companies are facing a business environment characterized by a sustained demand for performance in the middle of economic volatility, increased margin and cost pressures, increased regulatory control and compliance requirements, as well as continuing innovation on the part of fraudsters. We're seeing various strategic responses, which can be enabled through business intelligence tools and information management practices. And some of these include uh, general streamlining of operations, uh, attempting to grow organically through new products and markets, pursuing globalization to increase revenue and reduce costs, also enabling front office fraud detection And uh, probably one of the most significant trends uh, that people are starting to wake up to is that they need to improve their risk management and transparency across the enterprise. So that means across customer acquisition and relationship functions, across lines of business and delivery channels, and across the traditional risk areas 
such as credit, market, and operational risk. What steps can organizations take to advance their business intelligence capabilities? Organizations can be effective amid a rapidly evolving market by thinking strategically and acting pragmatically. They can address some of the immediate pain points with pervasive and mature uh, technology enablers and plan for emerging technologies to support the longer-term strategy. When developing a roadmap, organizations can plan for low-risk, high-value pilots in the one- to two-year time frame and more strategic points of arrival in the three- to five-year horizon. This approach is practical for organizations regardless of where they are on what I call the, the BI maturity continuum. Now, Larry, you talk about uh, low-risk, high-value pilots. Go to give us some examples of that. With pilots, I think the philosophy to take is to think big, start small, and deliver quickly and often. It's also important to leverage existing investments. The current environment in most corporations can often be recast in a more strategic light by leveraging compliance spend for operational benefits beyond the compliance agenda, also pursuing BI tool or data mart rationalizations to cut costs, uh, and also extending existing enterprise software implementations with BI platforms or packaged business intelligence applications for a particular subject area. And and those are some of the things that have come to market in a recently uh, mature way. Much opportunity also exists to expand existing finance-oriented implementations of corporate performance management products, planning and forecasting in particular, uh, so that they can take these installations and make them uh, more federated in nature in order to support planning in the different lines of business and still link those operational KPIs back to corporate finance for a true enterprise picture. In times of market volatility, it makes even more sense to use this type of asset for making the right decisions to optimize the cost, risk, and performance profile of the organization. If a firm is planning a new business intelligence capability, I like to think of it in three parts, the data foundation, the BI front end, and the middle layer. In terms of the data foundation, Early data profiling and source data quality initiatives are extremely practical because they often yield efficiencies in the short term, which can then be used to build longer-term support for the strategic vision. In terms of the business intelligence front end, it's often possible to expose legacy data sources through a new user interface and derive incremental value from these existing assets. And this can be done in a lightweight fashion to start with lightweight tools that can be later upgraded to enterprise-class software. Another good idea is to conduct early dashboard or scorecard prototyping to generate executive interest and sponsorship across the business functions. What does the future hold for business intelligence? Well, it promises to continue to be an exciting area, and I'm looking forward to it. Looking three to five years out, organizations can seek to capitalize on the broadening business intelligence technology stack 
and embed BI more deeply within business workflow using open standards and architecture. The evolution of role-based, process-centric BI within the service-oriented architecture paradigm offers a lot of potential for more adaptable, uh, platform-independent BI capabilities. I think the data service architecture uh, paradigm is also one thing to keep an eye on here. Eventually, all of this could increase automated decisioning and move corporations closer to the point where there's not really a distinction between business process and business intelligence. Overall, it's important to keep in mind that effective BI is not purely a tools and technology exercise. The ability to execute within a business-oriented vision and a broader enabling framework of disciplined information management practices remains a differentiator. The true enterprise value of BI can be unlocked when there's a cultural acceptance of information-based business strategy and a commitment to developing information continually as a corporate asset. Larry Mano is a director for Bearing Points. Larry, appreciate the time. Thanks a lot for joining us on this podcast. Thanks so much, Rio. Pleasure to be here.